Hey, Jibs, this too? The got into you. All right, welcome back, everybody. Wow. Tobin and Leroy. Wow. wow. Taking you up till 2 o'clock here on a Friday. Gets a little cat talk from our guy, Kodak Black, over here. Number one Panthers fan. He's got to be distraught right now. He's got to be upset. That's why we haven't heard from him, man. Yeah, I think you're right. That's why he hasn't gone to a game. He's just sad, you know? This cat talk is brought to you by Celsius. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Strawberry guava. Good. All right, dude. Hey, listen. Can you can you please? But I, here, Jesus. You know why I have it? Hmm? It's cold. All right. Okay. Somebody got got though. <laughs> oh, you, you switched. One? You're saying you stole. You did a switcheroo. Nah, just took it. Oh my god. Nice. Nah, I, I have a rule here. If I see that thing here for four weeks, I'm yeah. it, it's not yeah. there anymore. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Like I, I, it's look, open season on the fridge. I've had, I've had my sights on it since last week. Can, yeah. I, can I admit something to you guys? What's that? You're a regular fridge dealer. I ate about 40% of Beast's birthday cake. <laughs> of whose birthday cake? Beast. It was his, uh, an ice cream cake. Someone got him an ice cream cake, and I was like, well, he's not getting it. 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 it was weeks. It was weeks. All right. Got to enjoy ice cream cake while yeah, it's there. Yeah, you definitely do. Not a big fan. The uh, Vegas Golden Knights beat the Panthers last night 4-2. to two. Panthers pooped the bed in the third period. They threw their own player into the goal. You don't just have to fold, you know, hold up four goals for Bob. Well, let, let me tell you something. Let me show you how my math works. Panthers give up four goals. Every time I look up, Bob's in net. Been that way for three yeah, years. But Leroy, it's the equivalent to you, like it's a, it's equivalent to your lineman falling down on you. Like that's what happened to no, him yesterday. It's equivalent to my lineman falling on me every week. Not I, I can't speak about the other games. I'm just speaking about last night. Montour. Stay on your feet, dude. Let's go. And Barkov's here is like, oh, we're going to get our own identity. All right, dude. Yeah, yeah. Great. I Take your like, time, Barky. I would like you let me your know. identity to be giving up less than four goals yeah. a game. Which, by the way, here's what's annoying. You want to know what's annoying? What? Your move from last year to this year, was to create a better style of, of hockey for the playoffs, right? Yep. So even if you were trying to do that now, it would basically mean that you might not be scoring as many goals, but the other team isn't scoring either. You're still giving up four games, but you're scoring less. How is this working? It's not. Okay. It's not, dude. Okay. I just want to know. The Cats will be back in action tomorrow, 7 o'clock against the Vancouver Canucks. Seven. Who's watching that? <laughs> Except the Canucks. Well, diehard Panthers fans out there. Come on, dude. Probably watching. Come on, dude. Play and the, and the play Heat, football. Heat play in the afternoon. So They play at 1 because they know better. <laughs> and, and is that not an accurate It's assessment? not inaccurate. Right. It's not inaccurate. Because you know you ain't never getting, unless it's a holiday, you ain't never getting a one o'clock heat game. It's a really th- rough thing for Paul Maurice when like everybody didn't like the hire, and now it's like, oh, we feel right on this. We shouldn't have liked the hire. I mean, 
the reasons that they get for hiring a coach made sense. But I have yet to see any resemblance to playoff hockey. Yeah, me neither. Right? And so because the playoff hockey is sitting around one thing. We ain't giving up no we ain't giving up a whole bunch of goals. Yeah, this looks like old Panthers hockey. Right. Not not this looks like not even last year's man. I would accept this is last Panthers. year's high. This vintage vintage uh Panthers. Five five points out. Six points out. This is like David Booth style. Anyway. That cat talk brought to you by Celsius. Hockey fans. Don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Central Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. We got one more pair of tickets to give away to Heat and Bucks. We'll do that this hour. Let's get to some headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Leroy. Lamar Jackson is not playing this week. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, still dealing with that knee injury. Yep. And uh, a lot of people are wondering, is this contract related? You know, he doesn't have a deal. They couldn't get one done. And it's kind of on the Ravens, by the way. Um, but he tweeted out, you know, some of the effect about his knee not being uh, where he needs it to be. It's not 100%. It's uh, still unstable. And so he's not playing, but people are wondering, is he just, is he actually able to play? But doesn't, but you know, still wants to preserve himself because he's got a lot of money on the line. In any event, we can't argue with what he's doing, and whether he is doing it or not, because he's trying to protect his future. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody in the Ravens organization had a problem with it. Then they could have paid him last offseason. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, what you end up risking is is that what is the incentive for a guy to go in and play um at sixty or seventy percent if you're Lamar Jackson? What's the incentive? Championship? Okay, because guess what? If the season ended and you won a championship, but you blew your knee out. Would the Ravens still pay you? I don't know. Would the Ravens do like, what, like, like would the Ravens do what Dallas did, did with Dak? Dak? Yeah. Would they do that for him? That's what I was just gonna say. Right. Um I don't know. If they would have already Feels like they done, done it. Yeah. Right. So all of these and then you're, issues, and you're talking uh, with Dak. Like Dak Dak is a little bit of a runner, but that's Lamar's superpower. So like right. if he goes out there and he suffers a knee injury, it cha- it changes the game for him dramatically. Right. That guy has has done nothing but good for that franchise. Um, and to get to this point and still say you have questions about Lamar Jackson is ridiculous. Um, however, here's the problem with guys that play like Lamar Jackson. If you're going to give them a, a, a substantial or long-term contract, don't you have to project what their skill set's going to be without the ability to run? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like he's gone about it like Cam has, where it felt like Cam was battering. It felt himself. like we all felt if Cam couldn't run the football, he was done. Yeah, but it I all- feel less like likely 
about that with Lamar, but there are some questions. He's not an accurate guy. So how do you handle that? His, uh, he said, I want to give you an all-update on the recovery. I suffered a PCL grade 2 sprain on the borderline of a strain 3. There's still inflammation surrounding my knee. It remains unstable. I'm still in good spirits as I continue treatments and the road to recovery. I wish you could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I still can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful that we have a chance. Um, let's, let's be clear. A grade 2 sprain or a grade three spring is just a level of tear okay so the fact that everybody thinks oh it's just spring no 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 all they call them sprains but they're tears right and there's different levels um once you have with uh, with kd kd is now out a month once you get to a certain at least once you get to a certain level um then you have to have surgery so um like yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna be mad at Lamar, regardless of what he deter- decides to do, because part of the reason why he's in this position right now is because of Baltimore. So it is what it is. The only thing Baltimore can do if they if they truly feel like he can play, then pay him, mm-hmm. give him his con. I don't know. Are they allowed to do that? No. Damn. Because like that's the only way I would ever step on that field. I feel like because here's the thing: if they're not gonna pay me. And we go out and we lose, and I get banged up. Well, they've already shown they're not going to pay me. Now I'm damaged goods, essentially. Exactly. And I know, I know, because this is the truth. If he doesn't sign with Baltimore, someone is going to pay him this offseason. You think? Yes. Too desperate, too many moves out there, too many teams. Like, look what, dude, if Russell Wilson can get $200 million, come on. No, I know. Come on. I know. You know? I bet you Denver would take more Oh, my Denver. God. You know, like someone is going to. There, there's two. He's he's too credentialed. He's too special for somebody. And by the way, has never really had like they've never done for Lamar what the Dolphins did for Tua this year. No, they've never done that. In fact, they traded the only one guy they had was Hollywood. Yeah. So I'm just feeling like someone's. I get it. It's a it, you know, and the money's so crazy now for quarterbacks. It's. I don't know how you. I, I don't know how you could risk it. You know, you're 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 looking at completely affecting your future, and I don't know. Do you feel like if he plays, do they have a chance at the Super Bowl? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I think they have other issues on that team. Um, now, if they get everybody back healthy on the defensive side of the ball, then it could look like that. What two thousand team, two thousand one team. You know, where they just dominate defensively and dominate up front. Um, But what weapons do they have on offense? Not name Lamar Jackson. He's it. Right. He's the guy. He's that dude. Right. I mean, look, you're going to have Dolphin fans this this offseason who are going to be like. No. They're going to be. No. They're going to be batting their eyes, dude. They are. Here. They are. Understand the offense that you have. Don't just sign a name. Sign a guy who can run that offense if that's the way you want to go. But I'm going to have a hard time looking at what Tua did and looking at where that ranks amongst other quarterbacks in the league and say, we're not going to give him another chance. We're going to go get somebody else. I I just, I don't know. 
because like it's one of those things where I would love to see that because I feel like Tua deserves it. But it's not a matter of whether he deserves it or not. Look at the numbers. Look at the pass per attempt. Look at the okay, but QBR. Look, at the, look, at, look the, at the numbers of games missed. Okay, but again, that's happened before, right? And and you are you willing to wait to see if the injury portion of it plays out because you know the talent this portion is, but has? This is the thing that's scary about it with him is like now it's and, – and it was like what Fred was talking about and you were talking about with him yesterday. It's like – now it's like, oh man, these concussions are unseen, and we don't know if it's going to affect his play in a game. Like that—that's the thing that is different. Like it's as scary as it was in Cincinnati. Yeah, very scary. But the idea that we can't now tell—like, did he have a bad performance because he stunk up the joint? Did he have a bad performance because he's concussed? I don't know. And, um, and I and I I I think that this guy is I, Leroy. I think he's talented. I think he's a damn good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I really really do. Yeah. But I get it. Like I, if you, because again, going back to how much money you got to spend at that position. Now they don't necessarily have to do it next year. They don't have to. That's see, and and that's my question. Why are we having these conversations right now when you don't need to? Just setting yourself up to be miserable. Yeah, I think it's just a case of you spent all these picks. You're not really in a position to rebuild. Like you got to make the decision on whether or not. Do you have? Here's what you, you gotta, have. One more year. Here's what you got to ask. Even before paying Tua, you got to ask: Is Tua going to be able to play? Is he going to be able to get through a season? That's what they got to ask. Yeah. Because if he is, fine. I'm good with it. But you have another year to decide that. No, you need to decide now. Because, Why? Because you don't have any draft picks. You just spent a lot of money on Tyree Kill. You got Teron Armstead. You know, walking around like a like a walking. Uh, I don't know, like just a just like a crash dummy. So no, 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 no. So this is his third year. You have another year, and then you have an option. I understand. Okay, I, but why do you have to make it after year because three? It's it, not he has two years left technically. Yeah, but if you're looking at this year, this off season, and you're like, oh man, you know, and I'm not saying I'm like any of these moves. I'm just saying from the organization standpoint, do we go with this? Do we try and trade for Lamar Jackson? Do we go after Tom Brady? God, please no. Aaron Rodgers, something like that. Derek Carr, like, do they go in that direction? Because to, to for, somebody for one year, just to, for just, two years, just the idea that you are you you're willing to here. Well, first of all, the owner's old as hell. And, and are you willing to risk a five more years of with Tua for one year with an old quarterback? It sounds ridiculous, dude. It really does. I understand, but okay. also it's a quarterback who doesn't stay healthy, Leroy, or hasn't stayed healthy. And now his head injuries. Okay. You know? Again, you have two years to decide that. There's nothing that's going to happen in this offseason coming up up, that's going to make you change, you know, where you're headed. I don't think there's going to be any quarterbacks available that are going to be able to do what Tua does in this offense. Mm-hmm. And that's be accurate, making quick decisions. Okay, that is a skill in itself. So, um, for everybody who said, oh, we can get this guy. Oh, we're one this way. Oh, we're one. Do you understand how much has to change if you bring in one of those quarterbacks that holds the ball? Because then you're going to start complaining about the protection. I'm telling you. Right. Tua gets rid of the Tua gets hit and he gets rid of the ball quicker than anybody in the NFL. So you're gonna bring in somebody that holds it a little bit longer? Come on. Take a break. Back up to this. 
Ey, Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias Muchas novias, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra Ey, pero no hay boda Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias All right, welcome back everybody Trevor Lawrence and Tobin and Leroy here with ya I'm answering for my crimes today I'm dressed like Trevor Lawrence I have his hair and everything Who do you think is going to win that game? Not who you want. Um, isn't uh, Mike Williams out? I'm uh, I'm just a little bit worried with Jacksonville because if you know, I, I do think it's like all right, they they did such an effort to get into the playoffs and they were not very uh, you know impressive in that final game. Wait, here's what pisses me off about you. I'm rooting for him though. Here's what pisses me off about you. What's up? You can say that about Jacksonville after watching a 9-6 game that qualified the Dolphins for the playoffs. Well, hold on. I said that, and you said, well, that doesn't mean that it's going to be like that on sun- on Sunday. That's my whole point of not thinking the Dolphins have a chance. Like, we just saw what they did against the Jets, and it was bad. And I just don't think that's going to happen in Buffalo. Right. Especially if Damar Hamlin's there, and it's right. like a Rocky movie. Oh my God! I'm looking at Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. This guy is heading further away. Oh boy! We're streaming live, by the way, on uh, YouTube and on Twitch. Tree School takes. Uh, silly saw falls today. I don't know what to say. Anyway, um, one guy says this. And uh, I'm happy that he agrees with me. Which Double usually re- means he doesn't. He says, uh, let's go with Wildcat, Cheetah version, Flea Flickers, Bombs, Double Reverses, Flea Flickers, etc. You're right, Pasión. No way. <laughs> no way. What? Someone also said that with that wig, you can go be a stripper and your name is Pasión. My name would be Pasión. Mm. <laughs> like, I'll pass? Point for Leroy. That might be Trevor Lawrence's stripper name, Passion. I don't know. But like, dude, let me tell you. If you work at a strip club, you are on that morning shift, like six to ten in the middle of the week. Yep, they ain't going to have you nowhere near dinner time or the weekend. Another guy says, you guys are talking crap about Tua. He had great stats versus bleep teams. Lions 30th in defense, Bears 31st. He crapped the bed when the uh, when it was the money games. Embarrassing. Oh, really? Really? So now, so so we're doing that. That's what we're doing. That's what we are doing. That's we are that, that's picking, what that guy's doing. picking the wins and, and – Picking them apart. Okay. Not then if that wins. If that's the case, why couldn't every, everybody do what the Dolphins did? How many other teams made it to the playoffs? Uh, six in the AFC, right? Seven. Seven. Yeah. No, it's – Oh, six other teams. Six yes. other teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if it was that easy and there was that many bad teams, why – um. Did they qualify? You mean you're diminishing it and you're taking it? Guess what? They beat two playoff teams. They beat Buffalo. They beat Baltimore. So, like, I don't get it. What? What? Like, what do you want? God, that 
Baltimore game was so good. Right. Oh, God, that game was good. You remember that game, Marcos? I remember exactly where I was. I remember where I was, too. I was out of Flanagan's. And uh, we were having an that important was a, conversation. That was a moment, dude. It that was, was a moment. moment. It was a moment that slowly happened, though. Like, I feel like it's for the Dolphins. It's like, you know, you're, we're always going to have 72 and the Baltimore Ravens game. Wow. I mean, that comeback <laughs> was amazing. Yeah. I mean, don't forget, you beat Buffalo, Buffalo early on, and too. Made, and made Ken Dorsey freak out. Oh. oh. So many moments. Yeah. Oh, my Ken goodness. Dorsey, by the way, he's interviewing for the, uh, the Panthers job. Oh, nice. Yep. For the uh, for the head coaching, didn't league. didn't people think he should have got it last time? Yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't he a quarterbacks coach for the Panthers at one point? He was. He coached Cam Newton, and oh, then yeah. he was. Uh, then uh, he's. Uh, yeah, he had Cam Newton's best season as his quarterback coach, and Josh Allen's turnaround mm. coincided with Ken Dorsey getting there. Yeah, some may say he's got some good quarterbacks. I would say, yeah, he seemed to turn around two inaccurate dudes for their best seasons. Yeah, I'll say. Ken Dorsey seems like the perfect guy to improve your quarterback because not only does he understand how to play it at a high level but he seems like a player that had to be very technical because he wasn't as athletic as some other guys i get like he has more experience now but it's going to be pretty crazy that people think he wasn't going to be ready to be coach of the canes and he might coach an nfl team yeah that's pretty wild but that that just goes to it's pretty wild come on dude you know yeah love ken dorsey I mean, he is he is what? He's the Jim Harbaugh of Miami. Oh. Right? Yeah, except without the khakis. And without the championships. Actually, now that I think about it, back to that video, I think he actually was wearing khakis. <laughs> wait, but does he? Wait, but but Harbaugh tucks his oh, sweatshirt dude. in. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. All right. Man. That's something. Guy says uh, he threw two picks against Baltimore. You really like you yeah, really didn't this like is that what Baltimore we do. Game? This is what we do. That guy. I this mean, is honestly. what we do. This is what we Another do. Another guy says Tua getting hurt in an era where you can't even touch the quarterback without getting penalized. Tua, unfortunately, not the answer because he can't stay healthy. Hmm. I mean, is it is it just this year, or like, man, come on? Man. I mean, he's had a lot of injuries. Like, I think that's part of the reason that I am so bummed for him, Leroy. Is he's like he's had to overcome a lot physically the broken hip you know i remember you saying like listen it was a big when we were talking doing our draft shows because lord knows we did a gazillion of them leading up to that draft Mm -hmm. you said like yeah that's a concern i wouldn't draft a guy who has that kind of hip injury so coming back from that you know ankles fingers ribs broken last year and then this year it's the head like ah you know like that's that's that you know that to to come back like that and be like all right all that brittle stuff, not a worry. And now it's the head. Like, that's just, that's so deflating for him to come back from all that, all that adversity. I'm bummed for him. All right. All right. Oh, great. You know what else I'm bummed for? I'm bummed for this Wi Fi in here. It's crazy because no one's here. Hmm. Right. Why, why can the internet not work? I don't know. That's strange, dude. Why would they do that? Back after this. Uh, I buy a new car for the people, for real. Welcome back to the J-Fig Show with her lovely assistants, Leroy and Marquito Tito. Uh, That's a cute name. Who Marquito gave you that Tito? nickname? Marquito. You know they call me that. Mar- <laughs> Wait, but ain't nothing small about you. Yeah. I used to be short. I'm not going to lie. Until maybe about senior year, I was one of the shortest people in my friend group. 
All right. So, uh, anyway. He's about to shame you. I know he is. He's like, I wasn't talking about your height, fatty. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, Speaking of that, uh, what's up with our Uber driver, dude? You can I just t- wait? Direction. Can I just tell you? Yeah. Like, first of all, dude was. He started off ten minutes away, and they ended up twenty five minutes away. And they keep telling me you're first up. I can tell by where he started to where he is. Clearly, I wasn't. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, yeah. So, what, we're going to take this to go, essentially, at this point? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm going to ask for a ride home. Did your hair get more intense? Yeah, what's going on here? Oh, there it goes. Now you're kind of embracing it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I look like to, Triple H. Hey, <laughs> you know who had hair like that? Steve Everett, my center. Mm. Except he used, to, he, used, he used to tape it with just regular old tape you tape your ankles with. Mm-hmm. He he was just. Yeah. Um, I want to play this. This uh, this this bummed me out. You know man. what I want to play? Hmm? I want to play this game called Cheeseburger and Fries. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, <laughs> where are you? That's not a song. That is not a song. That is dude, that's a <laughs> song. That's right there. The it should be a song. No, because here he goes coming down seventy nine. Let's uh get to a an injury report here brought to you by U Health University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute experts treat athletes of all levels elite pros active adults and youth athletes recover your game visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. By the way, Mike McDaniel has announced that Skylar Thompson is officially starting. So no su- no surprise Thanks, there. Mike. Appreciate it. Um, we already knew once you said these words. Tua is out. Then I immediately said, Skyler gives you the best option to win. I mean, do you think he asked Mike McDaniel? Do you think? But, uh, but here's the deal. Yep. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Teddy wasn't that accurate with all ten fingers working. You gonna put him out there with nine? It's not ideal. Right. Hopefully, you didn't jinx us. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Okay. What would Socrates say to that? Don't mm-hmm. lose. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Teron Armstead, he did not practice yesterday. Somebody give that guy a gold star. He's on the injury report with everything. Liam Eikenberg, he has a hand injury. He didn't practice yesterday. No one cares. Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Kendall Lamb, he uh, he had an ankle injury. He didn't practice. I'm happy and I'm sad. Raheem Mostert, thumb, he didn't practice yesterday. Um, What? Brandon Shell. Knee and ankle. He didn't practice yesterday. That a boy. Tua Tungavailoa concussion. He didn't practice yesterday. Teddy Bridgewater, knee and right finger. He was limited. Bradley Chubb, ankle and hand. He did not practice Wednesday. Yesterday he was limited in practice. Sometimes the best things that you can say are to say nothing. Fair point. Uh, Alec Ingold, he was limited with his thumb injury. I think he's got pins in his thumb. Yeesh. Jalen Phillips, he's got a toe and wrist injury. Food's here. Limited. I'm a big snack time guy. Oh, well. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Jalen Waddle, ankle, he was limited. Man, and this list is still going, this, huh? <laughs> the entire roster. Cedric Wilson, hip and groin, How? he was limited. He didn't even play last game. Jeff Wilson went from limited to full with his illness. What? Yep. All right. And uh, Skylar Thompson also on the injury report with an ankle injury, but he's fully practicing. Yeah. 
Any uh any chance we see Glenn in? Jeez. Uh, I don't think so. He's still on practice squad, right? Yeah, I think so. Gotcha. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Teddy's fingers so messed up they do put him on the active roster. Well, I was nervous because last week Cedric Wilson was actually out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started Easy E, and I was like, okay, well if if stuff goes bad, we need Cedric Wilson. Uh, so now you're telling me he's on injury report? Uh, Cedric Wilson is, yeah. yeah he he so. didn't play last week. I know. So I mean, that's our third quarterback. We need him. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Sorry, I was looking at the Bills injury report. Much shorter than the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, God. Isaiah McKenzie. He didn't practice hamstring injury. All right, so a little uh, wide receiver core hit for them. Jordan Phillips. He did not practice. Jordan Poyer, though. He uh, was limited in practice. Has he been out all year? Uh, it's a did not participate in limited. I think he came back late. Oh, okay. Anyway, I know. I know they've had uh, issues. With, I know like, he's been hurt. Yeah. Earlier. It said uh, he had knee vet rest and he was out on Wednesday, but he was limited yesterday. Josh Allen fully practiced with his ankle and right elbow, and uh, like I said, much shorter, much shorter than the Dolphins, much shorter than the Dolphins injury report. Um, I want to get to this. So Miguel Rojas, um, was traded. He was traded from the Marlins to the Dodgers, and he was a Marlin for a lot of years. He was the last Marlin who was here during the Loria era, actually. So that finally, that that chapter is officially closed. See he the is, longest tenured Marlin? Longest tenured Marlin. Wow. Longest tenured Marlin. And so uh, he was traded, and you know they're going in another direction. I don't know what they're going to do at shortstop. I saw Craig Mish say it's going to be Joey Wendell. They're going to do Segura third. Jazz Chisholm has said that he wants to play shortstop. I would quite frankly keep him happy, you know. And honestly, like, why not just let Jazz play shortstop, you know? Unless they want to physically, like, you know, they feel like it's less taxing to play second base. But uh, here's Miguel Rojas. This was him on the way to the uh, to the stadium yesterday to clean out his locker. Which I don't know if you guys know this about Miguel Rojas. That guy's got a hell of a shoe collection. So I don't know what that looks like. Like, how many shoes do you think he has to get? Is he like P.J. Tucker or something like that? Is He's he... kind of like basketball P.J. Tucker, yeah. Gotcha. Miguel Rojas is like basketball P.J. Tucker. But this was him yesterday uh, on his way to the stadium, and uh, he was emotional, dude. I felt bad. To be Marlins part and being able to, uh, to come back home every single day. And it was a privilege for me. And... I'm sorry that I'm getting emotional, but we need to close this out. And I want to take you guys with me for for a little bit when I when I get to the clubhouse and and say one last goodbye to the Marlins fans. There you go, Miguel Rojas on his Instagram yesterday. That's so sad. Yeah, I felt Here, I was, you know what I I was busted up for him, man. You know what I hate about situations like this is that. You want your players to remain loyal and stay the course and mm-hmm. and be team players. Yet, you will not hesitate to trade their ass. And how are you ever going to turn it around without keeping some guys that are just team guys? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why don't teams seem to understand that? Like, you have your core guys. For example... Every team has a UD. And I mean that from the standpoint of a guy who's been with the system long enough, who's been with the organization that can can that knows 
how things are supposed to be done. Mickey Rowe was one of those guys. Yep. And you get rid of him in, for, for what? What are you doing that's so important Another prospect. that you need to get rid of a glue guy? I'm honestly, for me, I'm I'm happy for him because he's, go, he's going, him. To, the, he's going right. to the Dodgers. They had 111 wins last year. You know, he's and, and uh, it, it, for him, he's going to be a guy who's going to fill in wherever a title team needs him. He, you know, hitting wise, should he be an everyday shortstop? I don't know. He's turned himself into an everyday shortstop. That guy was a utility guy. I'll tell you one thing. Miguel Rojas is one of the best defenders I've ever seen on this in this in this organization's history. That's had a lot of good defenders between Alex Gonzalez, mm-hmm. Edgar Renteria, Adani Echeverria. Uh, I thought that he's right up there with all. I don't think anybody was that better than Alex Gonzalez, but I think he's got a place to be number two. Right. And was, I, I just had, had years where he was a good enough hitter, came up in the clutch, had the team rally. You know, they left a the only good moment that this franchise had under the new ownership was the COVID year. And they were being called bottom feeders. He rallied everybody around that. But right. Um, but but here's the here's the deal. It, it's, it's like I always ask this of organizations. You want me to be patient and stay the course, and you're not. Right. Like like I mean, you you're not spending a boatload of money. What is the harm of keeping Miggy Rowe around? What. I don't get it. He's the only he's one of the few people that we can all relate to. We all know he's been around the organization for a long period of time. And and so it's 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 one of the few people or the few players that we feel are connected to this organization. You got rid of him. What do, what do we besides Sandy? What are we watching? Oh, I mean, you're hoping Jazz is like gonna stay healthy and Again, get his show. But we, like, we I, love Jazz, I, but every time he did anything, they like that's not the way the game is played. How well, is that the game played? That was the only thing I didn't like. The only the only bump in the road for Miggy's uh, tenure, I think, was that because I don't like that stuff. I don't like, and that yeah. is that is him. He is unwritten rules guy. He is the way you play the game. You're just saying that because you're not that good. You're not as good as him. Yeah, and you but, hate the fact that you're not as good as him. Yeah, that's 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 one of the things that uh, I, I didn't love at the end. But like, I think for him, like Miguel Rojas had to be the face of a loveless franchise right now. Right. You know, he had and, to go and, out there and, and, and guess and what? he had to put a good face on something that you know they between Project Wolverine and the patience and the prospects coming together. <laughs> this guy had to go be the voice and face of the team publicly in two languages for. This for, for and put a good spin on it and get everybody excited about it. And yeah, I feel bummed for him. Like I kind of get that the time has to come to an end because at the age he's at, where they're at, I think he's gonna enjoy going to an organization that's actually ready to win right now. But you know, it, for me, it's just it's just such a bummer. Like I actually seem to genuinely care about being down here, and there's not a lot of guys that you could right. say that about in their history. It's it, it's amazing to me that he was willing to give support and love to an organization that didn't give it to him that sucks sucks sucks. yeah now you know what i you know what i start thinking that you remember how insulted jeets got when those players said i wanted out yeah if you do the same thing to your players why would you not think they're gonna do that as soon as they get a chance jeter and then you notice how he's like in the warm bosom of the Yankees all of a sudden again this year, hobnobbing with Aaron Judge. 
Looking. Last time I saw him, he was doing know, a, tru- a truck and a and a uh, a truck and a subway commercial. What, what what a song and dance that was, huh? What what a, what a dog and pony show the Jeter era was. This guy waltzes in here, Project Wolverine. I'm gonna do things my way. I'm gonna Jeets magic it. I'm gonna captain it all the way. And what do we got for it? What do we got for it? You, you know, not a not a hitter in the organization. You, you know, it's like Bill Parcells. It is like Bill Parcells. All over again. You're right, dude. You're right. That's a great comparison. You and, you know, know you know and here's the thing. Another great comparison in parallel to, to Bill Parcells, no one's going to say squat to him because no one gives a rat's ass nationally about the Marlins. All they care about is stupid fat Bill Parcells and his stupid giant Super Bowl rings, and nobody talks about him walking out on the Dolphins. You know what they did when they brought Jeter in? They didn't bring Jeter in for his expertise running an organization. They brought him in for one reason. We are going to pay you $5 million for your credibility. That's it. That's it. Because just think of when Jeter took over, just think of how everybody across the country. Oh, Jeter. Right. Oh. Correct. Correct. That's it. He wants to be big boss. And, and, And the facts are like, you know, he, he ended up having a running organization, and it didn't go anywhere. It hasn't we, gone you know anywhere. What? He wanted to be the big boss of a team with shallow pockets. Never works out. Yeah, but you want to know. Here's the thing, though, with shallow pockets. Like, okay, but you're all supposed to revamp the farm system. Right. Can I get anybody who hits above 200? That you didn't have to trade for? Yeah. Can you I? Still trade, you, still anybody? Trade, still trading for prospects. Just waiting. You let me know. Is there, any, is there any prospect that has panned out as of yet late? Uh, pitching, but not not hitting. Not hitting. Final score is never 0-0. Zero, zero. Fair point, my friend. We'll take a break. I feel bad for Mickey Rowe, but I think you know what, dude, you're gonna you're gonna do good with the Dodgers, and like I get it. It is uh you know thirty uh, shortstop in his thirties, and a team that looks nowhere close to winning, and. Maybe Jazz is going to take over at shortstop, or they're going to go in that direction. Like I get it being time. I just feel bad for him because he genuinely cared about being here. He had to be the voice and face of the team. And even at the end of the year, where I think some Marlins fans who still care, and God bless you. Somebody said they said uh, they said we got a top five bullpen. Is that true? <laughs> I mean, oh great. Just what I just what I go to the ballpark for watching seven Yel- Reniel Pintos. Hey, I'd go for a top fifteen bullpen. For another hitter, yeah. Give me some, give me, give me some bombs, dude. Something, something exciting. Plus, to the see. one thing the Marlins have been good at is finding a guy to give like sixty saves in a year that nobody thought could do it. Back in the day, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they were turning over rocks. They just find a new right, closer. Right. Todd Jones, Joe Borowski, you name it. Kevin Gregg in his glasses. Dragon Slayer. Thank El you, Pupo. Ray. Yep. Take a break. Final hour of the show coming up after this.